Grace said, with a wink for her sister. Augustine turned quite red. You know very well what I mean. I think your gown is too revealing. There, I've said it. It's the fashion in Paris, Grace explained, as she accepted her cloak from the footman. One cannot help but wonder if there is any fashion left in Paris, as it all seems to be upstairs in this house. I wonder how you know the fashion of Paris, seeing as how Britain is at war with France. Men are at war, Augustine. Women are not, Grace said, and kissed him lightly on the cheek. Don't you want us to be fashionable? Well, yes, I... Good, then it is settled, Honor said cheerfully, and linked her arm through her stepbrothers. Shall we? As was often the case, Augustine was overwhelmed by his stepsisters. With a good yank on his waistcoat, to bring it down over a belly that had gone a little soft, he muttered that he did not care for their revealing clothing, but allowed them to lead him out all the same. The Clarendon's grand salon was so crowded that there was hardly enough room to manoeuvre, and yet all eyes turned toward the Cabot sisters. "'As is ever the case,' said Grace's friend, Miss Tamron Collins, all gentlemen are held in thrall by the Cabot sisters. Silly, Grace said. I'd wager the only gentlemen held in any sort of thrall are those who have been pressed by their families to make an offer to a debutante who will bring with her a generous dowry. You underestimate the appeal of a pleasing décolletage, I think, Tamron said dryly. Grace laughed, but Tamron was right. Honour and Grace, separated by only a year, had been out for more than a year. By all rights, they ought to have received and accepted an offer of marriage, for wasn't that the point of coming out? But Honor and Grace were beautiful young women, and had quickly discovered they enjoyed the chase far too much to give it up for marriage just yet. Not chasing, mind you, but being chased. And they were very well chased. It was no secret that the alluring Cabot sisters were as good a match as any young gentleman might hope to make— pleasing to the eye and in spirit, and backed by the wealth of the Earl of Beckington. Oh, no, Honor said, and took hold of Grace's arm. Grace, you must intercept him. Who? Tamron asked, standing beside Grace as she peered into the crowd. Mr. Chet, Honor whispered loudly. He's coming across the room, straight for us. For you, you mean, Grace said, and slipped her hand into Tamron's. We must flee, Tamrin, lest we be locked in boring conversation for the rest of the evening. Have a lovely evening, Honor. Grace! Honor exclaimed, but Grace and Tamrin had already escaped on a wave of giggling, leaving Honor alone to graciously rebuff Mr. Jett's most ardent attention. With Tamrin gone off to have a word with a friend, Grace wended her way through the ballroom. Grace danced too, one set after the other, never lacking partners. But when the odious Mr. Redmond cast an oily smile in her direction and began to move toward her, she was relieved that Lord Amherst should suddenly step before her and bow grandly. "'Come quickly,' he said, holding out his hand. "'I mean to rescue you from Redmond.' "'My hero!' Grace said laughingly, and slipped her hand into his, following his lead onto the dance floor. Grace liked Lord Amherst, as did every other debutante, he was handsome and always had a warm laugh for her. He never failed to charm, and, in fact, that was his reputation. 
he charmed every woman he met with his outrageous flirting and suggestive innuendo. That's why Grace liked him so. She rather enjoyed flirting and suggestive innuendo. He bowed as the dance began and said, I've been trying to reach you all night, fighting my way through this bloody crowd for you. What? There were no other dance partners for you? Miss Cabot, you tease me mercilessly. You know there's not another woman in this room that can compare to you. Not even one other? She asked as they rose up on their toes and then down, twirling around and facing each other once more. Absolutely not, he said and winked. My lord, you are the king of compliments. Can you blame me? A woman as beautiful and spirited as you deserves nothing less than to be continually flattered. My heart has been quite lost to you. Grace giggled at his silliness. <laughs> Confess.